Lock in and level up. Season two of the Positivity Report continues now. Let's get it. All right, what's going on? This is Ryan Wilson. You're listening to TPR. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. So I named this episode Disturbing Duality because quite frankly, this episode will disturb many, if not all of you. However, similar to what we heard when I broke down in episode 35, the Matrix movie, when I broke that episode down, we heard a line Morpheus said to Neo. He said, I'm not sure if you're ready to see what I want to show you, but unfortunately we have run out of time. And so that's pretty accurate to this episode right here is, you know, you came to these episodes for truth. And what I will tell you about in this episode is really truth that you need to hear. And you know what I'm saying? No one is really ever ready to hear this information, but you really kind of just, it's important to hear this truth. Um, So that's why I'm going to say it to you. So this episode will be pretty shocking and disturbing, I'll say, with a lot of the information that I'll tell you. Um, But before I get there, I will do my absolute best to start and ease you into it without just fully pushing you in and kicking you in. So in this episode, really, I'll speak about the two agendas for two agendas for each side in this battle of light versus dark. So I'll speak about two agendas for the light side, the natural side, the God side, doing God's work, light work. And then I will also speak about two agendas for the dark side that Satan has created to try and warp the Most High, to mock the Most High, to imitate the Most High, and to try and knock off the Most High. And so I had said before, especially in episode 35 of this series, TPR, I had said that really... Satan, and I had said before in several episodes that Satan imitates, he mocks, he blurs the lines, and that's really all Satan can do when it comes to these agendas, because Satan can see what the Most High God's agendas are, he can see what the light side agenda is, what's written in God's word, everything like that. Satan has access to this, so that's precisely why it's just easiest for him to just knock off, imitate, and just create something that's similar, on the surface similar, but really completely opposite and backwards and warped. And that's precisely just how Satan goes about creating his agendas that, you know, are very, very similar in a blur. And it's just a fine blurred line that separates the light side agendas from the dark side agenda. So that's what I'm going to be speaking about in this episode. So pretty much the dark side agenda is the disturbing information that I'll reveal to you. So before I get there, I'll ease you into it by speaking about the light agenda first. So I'll cover both light agendas, which isn't disturbing at all. It's light and love and natural and God's work and light work. I'll speak about those agendas to you first. And then I will reveal the dark side agendas to you, which is going to be the disturbing information. So again, I'll do my best to just 
instead of just <laughs> hitting you all at once with it, I'll just try and do my best to ease you into it as best I can. Um, but with that being said, you've been warned pretty much that, you know, this episode will probably shock you and disturb you. So I will now move forward pretty much with this episode. And so to start out with the light side agenda, the agenda of the most high God, Yah, Yahuwah, the agenda of doing light work, pretty much the first of the two agendas that I'll reveal to you is, is pretty simple. So when you start to read God's word, you understand that really the way to defeat Satan in a sense and to create and to really just have the word of God continue on and the work of God continue on. It's to the agenda for the light side would be man at the head of the household and then his wife who is equally respected by the husband. They respect man and wife, respect each other, honor each other, are loyal to each other. They have a loving, appropriate marriage. And just the way that it works with the most high God is that the father is at the head of the household. So it's man, his wife, and then how you would continue the work of God and the word of God is to create a seed between man and wife and have a child and then pretty much raise this child in righteousness, raise this child to do God's work, to follow God, to serve God. And everything like that. That's pretty much the light side agenda. And when you read the word, you read about through that, through that seed, pretty much that is created. That is the seed that steps on the head of the snake to destroy Satan, really. So that's pretty much the most straightforward, simple light side agenda for you with what it really means to do God's work as far as from a family standpoint. You know what I'm saying? It's that simple, pretty much how I broke it down, is through your seed that you you create a child through marriage, you know what I'm saying? That seed that you bring up in righteousness, that seed, that child is really how you keep this work of God and the word of God alive through your seed, through your child. And so that's the first agenda really for you with the light side. Now I'll tell you about the second agenda. So now this is kind of with twin flames, really, because I said about man and and wife, you know, being married. So I said about with the twin flames. So pretty much, as I've mentioned before, your twin flame is your perfect mirror that the Most High God has set apart for you, set aside for you. This is your perfect mirror. And the Most High God is the creator of this universe. You know, he created man and women he sent us to earth, you know what I'm saying? So when he made this divine plan, twin, flame, twin flames are divine plans and the work of God. And so he created your perfect mirror for you. So another way to serve the most high and to honor the most high is to go home to your twin flame, your perfect mirror, you know, marry them, be with them, whatever the case may be. That, it, and I'm saying, so if you are going to get married, you know what I'm saying? And you have a chance to marry your twin flame. That is a way to honor the most high because that is your perfect mirror that he set out for you. That's your true partner. You know, he didn't set you guys up just strictly to be married. You know, I, I always speak about what the true purpose of twin flames are, you know, becoming whole, 
harnessing self-love, you know, loving yourself, loving your twin, loving God, going home to yourself, going home to God and going home to your twin. It's all about all that. So it's not just for you to have a perfect partner for you to have. It's not for you to have a, a wife or a husband. It can be about those things, but it's really for, like I said, becoming whole, doing all that work within yourself and becoming whole, really. And just learning how to love yourself, how to love God and how to love others, because that's the work of God, too, with the agenda is to help other people. And so as far as the twin flames, you know, if you were to marry your twin flame, that's your perfect mirror. So that really honors the most high God. And I said about having this child, this seed. Because you guys are true twin flames, if you create the seed with your twin flame, this child will literally be pretty much a child of light and will just be really destined. And again, you just will raise this child in righteousness. But you and I'm going to speak in just a second here. The next thing I'll speak about is with the twin flames becoming whole and harnessing both masculine and feminine energy within yourself. So pretty much as twin flames, you guys will be complete humans that went home to yourself that went home to god you guys will be complete humans and then if you too so i just want you to think about this you guys will be complete humans you'll be home to god reading god's word and then if you too the complete human and this is your perfect mirror that the most high had set out for you so if you too create a child and a seed that child will be literally like I'm saying that because the most high destined you and your twin flame together. So your child together will be a true being of light more than just if you just had a child with any partner, because not everyone's going to marry their twin flame. You know, if it doesn't work with your twin flame and you weren't and you didn't marry them, then you could pray and and have the most high seek out the most high like you should be doing anyway. But in seeking him out, you can have him send you the right person for you, the right person to marry, if that's not your twin. But I'm saying if it works out and it is your twin, you guys will create, and you guys, and it works out that you get married and have a child, your child would then be pretty much a, a really shining bright light in the whole battle of light versus dark, because it, you would be creating a child with your perfect mirror that the Most High set apart for you. So it would just be destined, divine, and your child will just have a real important opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, defeat Satan for good and live his whole life, live their whole life in righteousness and not really be corrupted by the evils of the world. That's really the whole point of it. And so before I get to this um, energy of twin flames and how to harness both within you, pretty much. I mentioned how the Most High God, he's the creator. He makes this divine plan. And again, when you look into gematria and when you look into the gematria of you and your twin flame with your birthdays, with the days that you met each other, and you will start to understand really and see just how destined your plan is and how divine of a plan it is. And I'm saying that Satan literally is like an imitator. He doesn't even have that much power. It, you know, his power is given him to him by the most high. He couldn't create twin flames. The only, the most high God, Yahuwah, is the only power that could create twin flames down to the gematria, down to your birthdays, down to the days that you met. All of those details, all of the gematria, that's how you can know that twin flames 
are destined. That's how you can know that twin flames are the work of God because there is no other creator. And that precisely is how you can know what the Most High does through his twin flames. And that precisely is how you can know that it is honoring him to be with your twin flame. That's how you can know that because I spoke in my last episode just about understanding the truth about twin flames. And I'm always just trying to help you understand the truth about twin flames. So, you know what I'm saying? The most high God sets you and your perfect partner up. He creates this gematria code, all of the details, the dates that you'll meet each other, the dates that you'll everything. It's all a divine plan that the most high creates. So that's how you can know it's the work of God and how you could just know and understand that it's the most high's work. You know what I'm saying? Satan cannot even come close to anything like that with the gematria and just the whole details of twin flames. So I'll actually explain that point a little bit more. So pretty much to introduce this for you, and I've already really introduced this through a lot of my points in my episodes, is that this physical world, that this world that we're living in, we have the physical world and we have the spiritual world. So pretty much the physical world is run by Satan right now, as I've said. But his power is given to him by the Most High. Satan is here on earth in the physical world, leading people astray. Satan owns the entertainment industry. Satan owns the politics. Satan owns the news media, the pro sports, everything in the mainstream, Satan owns. So he is quite literally running this physical world. The Most High runs the spiritual world. It's, it's really that simple. And as you'll listen to that Matrix episode, episode 35, as you listen to my episodes in general, you will really just start to understand that, that Satan can only control what's in the physical world. And, you know, again, this battle does go on in the spiritual world, but I'm saying the Most High's kingdom is in the spiritual world. The Most High, his work is the spiritual world and Satan's work is the physical world. So that's the most simplest way to break down these two agendas for you to keep it straight in your mind. So I still have more light side agenda to get to, but I'm just introducing that point that I'll elaborate on in this episode. But just start thinking about that now with Satan, the physical world, and then with the most high God, the light side, it's the spiritual world. That's the easiest way to kind of understand this. And so with that being said, that's precisely why I emphasize with twin flames that it's about harnessing masculine and feminine energy because energy is equivalent more to the spiritual world rather than the physical world. And then what I will reveal to you in that later on in this episode is that with the dark side agenda, that he is combining the masculine and feminine in the physical sense, not in the energy sense. So let me just stick with the energy right here. So masculine and feminine energy, some qualities of both, because when you're a twin flame, the whole purpose is to harness and master both masculine and feminine energy within yourself. That's how you become complete. That's how you get rid of all the darkness within you and just turn it all to the light, which I'll explain about as well. I'll explain more about as well. So with masculine and feminine energy, this is I'm going to help you to understand the difference between both. So three traits of masculine energy are peace, movement, and mental clarity. Those are three qualities and three masculine energy. It's peace, movement, mental clarity. That's more masculine type energy. So again, every human being, every twin flame, whether you're male or female, you're going to have to master and harness both masculine and feminine energy within yourself. 
So those are three qualities of masculine energy. Now let me explain some feminine energy qualities for you. Patience, love, intuition. So those are three feminine qualities, patience, love, and intuition. And the masculine was peace, movement, and mental clarity. So they're very similar in a sense, but those just describe masculine and feminine energy qualities within yourself. Because again, this physical world, this surface world, Satan's world, that it gets you to believe things that are not true. So when I say masculine energy or when I say feminine energy, you likely are just picturing surface level stuff in your mind. Like when I say masculine, like you probably think of like, oh, like a masculine male. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that is completely surface level. Like, but when I tell you about the energy, three qualities of masculine energy, peace, movement, mental clarity, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't sound masculine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because this world makes you like your, your mind just automatically goes to a lot of the time, the wrong thing, because we've just been so programmed really. So that's just the difference between masculine and feminine energy. And so each human being, each twin flame is going to have to master both within themselves. So now I'm going to prove to you further how I again know that twin flame work is the work of God, the most I got aside from the gematria, aside from the di divine plan and planning and everything, just based on those energy qualities I just explained to you, let me show you and prove to you how this is the work of the most high. So I said the three masculine qualities are, th and these aren't the only ones, I'm, I'm just giving you three examples of each. But three examples of masculine energy qualities are peace, movement, and mental clarity. So for this example, just focus on peace. And then for the feminine, I said feminine energy, I said three qualities are patience, love, and intuition. So for the first one, for this, just focus on patience. So I'm going to take the feminine energy quality of patience, and then I'm going to take the masculine energy quality of peace and show you how God's word itself speaks about both of these things because in God's word, which I've spoken about, you'll read about patient endurance. So that's a feminine quality right there. So this is what I want people to realize is that when you read the word, it tells you that the man, the father, the, the man is the head of the household. It's the father. You know what I'm saying? Everything is with that. But I'm saying when you read, when you, that's the surface level. Like people think that because it says, you know, the man is at the, at the top, at the head of the household, but it says that man and women honor each other. They both respect each other. They both love each other. You honor each other. People misconstrue it all the time. Like, and say, oh, it, it shouldn't be that way. Like, it's just telling you what it is. Like it, it's not, it doesn't mean you have to like argue and be like, oh, like what? Like, it's just telling you what it is. And it's not disrespectful because it's saying that man honors his wife and respects his wife and loves his wife. And the, and the wife does the same thing for the man. There's no disrespect about it, but people want to really misconstrue the words of the Bible and Make it something it's not. So I'm just saying, when you look at that on the surface, people will be like, oh, that's masculine, like whatever. But then when you read the word, you'll read about how the Most High encourages patient endurance. And in the book of Revelation, it says the only way that you'll make it through to the new earth is by patient endurance. So patience is a feminine energy quality. So 
And then also in God's word, you read about how it's the gospel of peace. So I said, peace is a masculine energy quality and patience is feminine. So I'm just giving you those two examples right there, that patience, patient endurance, and peace, the gospel of peace, both of those are mentioned in God's word, a feminine energy quality and a masculine energy quality. And so that's what you will realize is that in order to do God's work, you have to be patient. You have to love, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing is the work of God is to love, care for other people, treat other people right, use your intuition, you know what I'm saying? Use your, when you have, when the Most High blesses you with the Holy Spirit, you know what I'm saying? You have to be in tune with that, you know what I'm saying? And of course, the Holy Spirit is powering you and driving you and giving you the answers, but still you have to, in a sense, be in tune to that. So I'm just saying all of these qualities that are feminine energy qualities are written in the Bible. And most people would have you believe that the Bible is masculine only. And you know what I'm saying? But that's not the truth at all. And the reason for this is because you, in order to be a complete human, in order to do God's work, in order to completely heal as a twin flame, which shows that twin flames are doing God's work, in order to do all that, you have to harness both within you the feminine energy qualities and the masculine. You can't, if you couldn't, you can't have a marriage if you could not be a man. Because I'm saying the three feminine energy qualities, patience, love, and intuition, for a man, someone who wants to be masculine and be a man, you could not have a marriage that honors the most high if you're not practicing love, if you're not practicing patience. That's what I'm showing you is that even for a man, even for someone who's going to defend his wife, his child, his seed, his household, even a man who's going to be at the head of the household, he that he cannot be just a masculine male that can't practice patience, that can't practice love. How are you going to raise your child, your seed to love God if you can't harness love? That's what I'm showing you is that even to be a man of God, you have to practice and harness the feminine energy qualities of patience, love, and even intuition. You can't just harness the masculine side. That's what I'm showing you. And I think that just further shows that, you know, God's word specifically says patient endurance and gospel of peace, patient and peace, because that's feminine and masculine energies, which are essential. The energy, emphasis on energy, because again, I'm going to debunk this physical nonsense that's going on too, but energy, that is essential. And just a side point, in my book, Happiness and Success, that's precisely why I put the, the one chapter together, patience and peace, because it's essential. And so now before I introduce some of Satan's agendas and, and get to these blurred lines, really, just one other point about the gematria. And I said how Satan owns the physical world, which is precisely why he, they, Hollywood uses gematria and the, the mainstream media uses gematria to script news headlines, to script pro sports, to script all that through gematria. So don't get me wrong. Satan uses gematria. But what I'm showing you is that Satan can only use gematria in physical ways. Like he can, in the physical world, be like, oh, I'll plan out this event. I'll type this out. I'll make this news headline, this number. Like those are all just physical things. Like I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Any of us could do that. I could 
put out a a, a podcast at eleven eleven or at eleven o'clock, whatever time I wanted or whatever number numerology, whatever I wanted to do, I could do it. I could create my own gematria and like use it if I wanted. So that's what I'm saying is when Satan scripts all this stuff through physical gematria, that's nothing compared to when the Most High is literally creating your perfect mirror, creating your birth date, your twin's birth date, your meeting date, your marriage date. He is organizing and orchestrating that decades in advance through your parents because your parents have to have you and everything. The Most High is creating this divine plan. So that's what I'm saying. When when Satan scripts in the physical world, scripts pro sports, that's nothing. That is nothing compared to what the Most High is doing every single, with every human, creating a perfect mirror and all this. You know what I'm saying? So that just shows and puts it in perspective that Satan really has no power at all. You know what I'm saying? Satan cannot create, and he certainly cannot create humans in twin flames. All he can do is imitate, mock, knock off. That's why he's like, oh, I'll use Gematria and script a pro sporting event. I'll script a news media headline. That's nothing compared to what the Most High does every single moment of every day. And so with that being said, now I'll introduce to you how much, why Satan and how Satan just desperately tries to blur the lines and just knock off the Most High. Like I explained, like, he does, he will do in the physical world and imitate in the physical world something similar to what the Most High does in the spiritual world, but it's really just not even close at all. And it's really easy to see through it. But Satan will blur the lines and masquerade it for you so it's hard to see. So I'm going to help you to distinguish the fine line between God's work and Satan's agenda because all Satan can do is blur the lines. So I pretty much spoke about the Freemasons, which are doing Satan's work. I explained all that in episode 35. So pretty much that's who owns the mainstream media. That's who owns the news, the politics, the entertainment industries, the pro sports. Everything is owned by the Freemasons. And to explain it to you, so they're doing Satan's work. So pretty much uh, one other point with the light side agenda is that with Twin Flames, it's about bringing that darkness, your sins, your darkness, your all of that, it is about bringing that darkness to the light once and for all, healing your wounds, bringing the darkness to the light, eradicating the dark within within yourself so that you can be a being of light, be a light worker, work for the most high, not sin, not transgress, strive to live your life in righteousness. That's what the twin flame is all about. The Freemasons who are with Satan, they believe, I'll give you two of their mottos. One is order out of chaos, which I'll explain in a second. And the other is as above, so below. So the second one, as above, so below, that pretty much what they believe and order out of chaos, what they believe is that you cannot have light without dark. What they believe is that you cannot have light without dark. They And that's why it's duality. The Freemasons are obsessed with duality. They're white and black chessboard floor. They love duality because they believe that you can't have the white without black. You can't have light without dark. You can't have good without bad. You can't have good without evil. And again, so Kobe Bryant was a Freemason. And this is how you can know and understand this. Kobe Bryant was the black mamba and he would say that 
in in games he would go into it his trance and he would activate mamba mode and he would he would become you know what i'm saying this dim, this dark he would bring out that dark within him that's what i'm trying to show you is that that's what they believe the satan luciferians freemasons that's what they believe is that they're not trying to eradicate the dark side within themselves they're trying to utilize the dark side within themselves and bring it out and use it not bring it out and expose it and destroy it they're trying to use it and again side point about kobe bryant and just to understand how sick this man was he was writing children's books yes children's books that have duality on the front cover speaking about like embracing and harnessing your inner darkness do you understand how dangerous this is he's encouraging children to harness darkness within themselves do you know how sick and twisted that is human beings have enough dark thoughts energy because of all the demonic energy that's going around humans have enough of that you don't need to be trying to harness darkness within you. You need to be trying to expose wickedness, destroy darkness, and eradicate darkness from in within yourself. Not use it and, and definitely not tell children to use it. Because I'm telling you, Kobe was writing children's books. You can look this up. And I'm telling you, all you have to do is look at the front cover. It has like the moon and the sun. Because I'm telling you, when you look into this duality... They cannot have one without the other. And so the order out of chaos with our with our government, with everything that's being scripted in the politics, it's order out of chaos. That is precisely why they create its order out of chaos. So in order to have the order, they must incite chaos first, which is why they incite the riots, the race baiting, because whatever their agenda is, whatever solution they have to get to their solution to get to the order, you must create the chaos. That's what they believe. And that's why the Freemasons, the people who are running our country, that's why we live in this wicked world where all you hear about is... Tra and, and that's precisely why they have to knock everyone down with the coronavirus and then say, oh, now we'll unite and fight this invisible enemy of the coronavirus. They... That's the whole thing is, and with 9-11, they knock everyone down with a, dis a disgusting, disturbing event, and then they're like, all right, let's band together. And yes, 9-11, do I even have to say it of what it really was, of who really was behind it? A national emergency on 911. That's the thing is they create all this fear through these events, these scripted events. They create this fear because they make you believe that we live in this world where uh, it's just it's order out of chaos is what they do. And that it's very easy to see. And as above, so below. So they cannot have one without the other. They are obsessed with the duality. The Freemasons and Satan himself are obsessed with the duality. So that is precisely why it's easy to see because these people are trying to harness darkness within themselves instead of eradicate darkness within themselves. And that's why, and that's why it's really just easy to see that when you're doing light work, you know what I'm saying? You're not trying to harness dark. You're trying to eliminate dark. You're trying to expose wickedness and destroy darkness.
So it's really easy to see that because of the as above, so below, because of the both. And again, even on the now I'm going to get to some of the deeper points and, and show how the lines are blurred by Satan. But even with the light side agenda, you have to have both because I said you have to have the masculine energy qualities and the feminine energy qualities, the patient endurance and the gospel of peace. So even on the light side, you have to have both. But again, that's they're, they're all qualities of light. You know what I'm saying? And then the so Satan sees that Satan can see then that the most high's work, the work of the twin flames, the work of the most high God through his twin flames is to have the human beings harnessing both masculine and feminine energy within themselves, bringing the darkness to light and just being a light worker and everything like that, everything I described. So how does Satan then blur the lines? Satan has access to the physical world and he sees that the most high it's with the energy spiritual world. So then he can't change that. So he says, okay, I'll change the physical world. So quite literally... So quite literally, Satan is blurring and blending the lines physically. And one other point that you will find interesting and will will help me explain this is so, again, the Freemasons, these people, they are worshiping the Baphomet, right? I explained that the Baphomet. If you look into what the Baphomet is, I said how it's the goat headed figure. But what you also will realize about the Baphomet. So, again, Pretty much the disturbing information is coming right now. So I, I don't, I'm not doing a very good job of easing you into it. But here we go. So I got the disturbing information coming. So the Baphomet, I said how it's the goat-headed figure. But the other two details that you need to know about the Baphomet is that it has both breasts and also a phallus. So because this is the goat-headed figure of Satan, the Baphomet, and because... Satan sees that the Most High God wants you to have feminine and masculine energy. Satan cannot touch the energy side. What he can touch is the physical side. So that's precisely why their Baphomet that they worship has both the feminine breasts and the masculine phallus. Because it's not energy, it's literally physical and surface. And I'm going to use that example to kind of explain some more of this dark side agenda and pretty much to go along with that agenda what i just said about the baphomet is that their agenda this one of the satan agendas that's going on in the mainstream and in our world right now as we speak is this trans agenda and it's all based upon combining men and females in the physical sense, not in the energy light sense. And pretty much the other agenda. So I said I'll go through two dark side agendas. That's the one, the trans. And the second agenda is having the woman at the front of the at the head of the household instead of the man. So again, pretty much all Satan can do, Satan sees that the most high God wants it to be man, woman, and have a child and have a seed. So Satan then says, okay, I'll make it the opposite. Woman at the front, 
than the man behind her. And I won't let them have a child in a seed because I'm going to combine them physically where they won't. And I'm going to explain this point. So um, pretty much. Pretty much in the mainstream, I'll explain both of those two agendas, the trying to put the woman at the front of the household now. And I'll also explain the agenda of the Baphomet agenda of phallus and breasts, man and woman in one. So pretty much when I did episode 35, I told you about this agenda. I said in a couple episodes from now, I'm going to tell you about this disturbing agenda. I'm going to explain to you how to harness masculine and feminine energy the right way, and I'll expose the dark side agenda. So I was aware of this agenda, and I knew that there was obvious... So pretty much what I'm saying to you is that the mainstream media is putting trans people, not just trans people, and again, not just trans people, but I'm saying in the mainstream media, they are putting males who became females or females who became males and but not really telling you about it so that you don't know and i'm gonna go through and give you some examples of people that they have done this with and i and listen i'm not trying to be disrespectful to the trans people or trans community or any any community like that all i'm trying to let you know about is what the agenda is in Hollywood. And again, this is Hollywood that's doing this. I'm not talking about people, just regular human beings that are gay or that want to be trans. I really do not care what you are. I don't care what your sexuality is. I don't care what you identify as. I really don't care at all because whatever. I'm saying about the Hollywood mainstream industries, this agenda is going on and I'm going to show you how they are doing it in that industry. And that's why I'm exposing that. I don't care for regular people, it doesn't matter to me at all. I, I really do not care. I'm going to expose the Hollywood agenda in the mainstream because it's, in a sense, different. <clears throat> so pretty much, I knew this for a while. I was saying it in the episode. I knew that there was obvious ones in the mainstream, obvious people that are pushing this agenda. There's, It's really obvious, which I'm going to explain obvious examples for you. But then as I prepared to do this episode, I actually came across really another piece of information and really kind of helped me to put a lot together in my mind. So to go back to the Matrix episode, episode 35, I need to now tell you about one final blurring of lines that occurred in the Matrix movie that I actually missed. And so when you look at who the writers, the directors and the producers of the Matrix movie are, it's the... Um, the Wachowskis or whatever. It's these trans women that wrote, directed, and produced The Matrix, right? So I knew that this trans agenda was going on, but I didn't notice that. So I was preparing for this episode and I came to this realization. And then I came to the realization of what the final blurring of lines in The Matrix movie is. Because I remember how I said at the very end how they show the M and F, the masculine and feminine that's why they were blurring the lines and i mentioned that but there's one other blurring of lines and also when they showed trinity looking very masculine and neo looking feminine i pointed that out too i'm gonna touch on those points in just a minute here so pretty much pretty much i'll just say it here now is that 
in the mainstream, not only are they putting obvious transgenders, like, and not, like I'm saying, like, you know about Caitlyn Jenner, like they put that out there, like obvious, but I'm saying there are other people, other trans people, and like the, like these writers and producers of the matrix, they are trans women. It's no Nate. It's known that, but I'm saying that they are putting people out and telling you that they're male or female, but they are the opposite. And they're not telling you that they're trans. And I'm telling you that it's like, not just low key actors. I'm telling you like mainstream people, which I'm going to show you. This is what I'm saying is the, is what's disturbing about this is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but anyway, so listen, Pretty much before I get to the obvious examples, what I realized is that the final blurring of lines in the Matrix movie is that they pretty much, I really believe now, and all right, so <laughs> I'm sorry, before I, before I tell you this more, after I realized about the trans women, I looked into this, the trans women directors, I looked into this further and I really went down the ra- the trans rabbit hole for you. So in this episode, because this is a rabbit hole that I would not encourage any person to go down. I'm going to just give you the points from it and give you the proof and give you the information that I got from going down the rabbit hole of looking this information up. I'll give you all that information. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I will give you all of that information from the rabbit hole. And you could just, uh, it doesn't matter if you believe me or not, because I'm just, I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. And if I didn't think it was the truth. So I'm going to tell you some of this truth. So the final blurring of lines that was in the Matrix movie breakdown is that I truly believe that the actors that play Neo and Trinity, I truly believe that they are the opposite gender. I believe that Keanu Reeves is literally was a is a female to male. I'm I'm serious, and I believe that Carrie Ann Moss, who plays Trinity, is a male to female. She has a really defined jawline, a huge Adam's apple, and other points like that. So there, I said it for you, and I'm going to give way more obvious examples. I'm going to leave those two alone. But listen. So really, the whole point of this is I actually feel better now that I know that final blurring of lines. I feel better about the Matrix movie breakdown because for several reasons. Now I know for certain that is why they put out so much truth in that Matrix movie because I went through five over five hours of a movie breakdown touching on all the symbolism, everything, and I still miss this point, this obvious point and this dangerous point. And I'm, sh- and this is what I'm saying to you is that 99% of the people in the world that have seen the Matrix movie don't know the point that I just said to you. You are the 1% that not only knows five hours worth of symbolism and the actual meanings of the movie, but now you know. Now, the reason I feel better about it is because I was kind of not wondering, but I was like, you know, Satan wasn't going to put out all this truth without really blurring the lines. Now that I know that was the final blurring of lines that nobody knows about, I actually feel a million times better about it because now I know that I got every detail. I literally got every detail in a five-hour episode, and that was the one detail I missed, and I got it here. And this just shows that the Most High works. He has his plan, and he works the way he wants to work because he knew that like, he didn't want me to put that point in there in the five-hour episode. He didn't want me to come across that until afterwards. So listen, that Matrix movie 
episode 35, the Matrix movie breakdown is very valuable because it touches on the twin flame relationship. It touches on so many important points. And I show you about the blurred lines so that you can see without embracing the demonic energy. And that's the one point that you need to know now is about who they probably are. So do not trust them, those actors, but the characters and what I described in the movie, those episodes are important. So I truly feel good that I came across that point when I did, because now I know I'm certain that I got every point. And now I know why they gave so much truth in that movie, because they really blurred lines and really pushed their Baphomet agenda without many people knowing it. I'm telling you, if you just heard what I just said, you are one of the smallest percentage of people who know the full truth of the Matrix movie, because I'm telling you, not many people know that. Only the people who have gone down the rabbit hole of the trans investigations know that now. So whatever, it's disturbing, but that's it. So that precisely is why they depicted, and I said at the towards the end of the movie when they showed Trinity walking towards the helicopter first, and I said they're depicting her as really masculine and Neo walking behind her feminine. That's exactly why. They were showing what they were doing there, and that's why my energy picked up on it because I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. I'm like, they're really showing her looking masculine there and fem and Neo looking really feminine. They were showing what they did. That was their way of claiming it. And at the very end, that's why it's the MNF, the male female, because that's exactly what they did. And that's why the trans, that's why. And again, that's why they depicted Neo as Christ to be utterly blasphemous because they're using a trans Baphomet man, woman or whatever to imitate and mock christ that's the why it's so dangerous and so blasphemous and that's exactly why they're like okay we'll give you all this twin flame information but we're going to warp it and instead of combining the feminine masculine energy we're going to get two trans people that you don't even know are trans to act in this movie and depict the twin flames and depict depict christ so that's why it was so blasphemous but that's why they put so much truth in there because they were going to hide it Hide that blurring of lines, but I got it. The Most High showed me that truth. And the Most High put me, showed me down that rabbit hole. So now I can kind of give you the points of the rabbit hole without you going down it yourself, because I'm telling you it's a disturbing rabbit hole. And just one other point, really, of me, this is with the Most High God, really. Again, it's his timing, everything. And this just shows that I'm learning as I go. What you guys don't realize is like after I listened to that Matrix episode myself, I was hearing points where I'm like, wow, like I didn't even remember. Like I definitely didn't plan to say that. I don't even remember. Like these are the most high's words. You know what I'm saying? Once I clock in and I start talking to you guys, like the most high is giving me the words. He's giving me the strength and the words and the wisdom to say this to you. And that's what I'm showing you is like, I'm learning stuff from my own episodes. And that can just show you that these are not my words. This is the most high's word. You know what I'm saying? And his words and his work. So I'm learning from these episodes. And also really this, this can just show you how the most high is going to continue to humble you. You know what I'm saying? I went through five hour episode breaking down that movie and I missed the most important blurred line. The most high is going to continue to humble me and humble you as you get closer to the most high God. And really what you're going to learn is that truth is a never ending journey. You never just learn the whole truth. I went through five hours of breaking down that movie. And then after I still was learning more because you never just learn the whole truth. Truth is a never ending journey. You continue to learn truth and seek out truth for your whole life.
So that's why you just must be humble and continue, continue to allow yourself to be humbled by the most high God. And you know what I'm saying? And make things right when you miss a point or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And that's just how mo- the most high God, Yahuwah is in control. He, this is his divine plan. I spoke in episode 35 about when they broke some glasses, some broke some vases, like the most high God is going to have you stumble, have you taken a few L's, have you humbled along the way, because that's how he helps you to learn. So I'm learning with you guys. That's what I'm trying to show is like, I'm not saying I know everything, but I know this information and I'm trying to help you to understand it. I'm not saying I know everything because I'm continually being humbled on here, humbled by the most high in front of you guys on here. Because, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning as I'm going too, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn from me while I'm learning as well. Because that's just how it goes. It's a never-ending journey. You never stop learning. You never stop growing and you never stop seeking truth. It's a lifelong journey, really. And so now that I gave you that final blurring of lines with the Matrix movie, I feel a lot better because now you can truly see it without the lines blurred and understand what they did with that movie. You probably won't, I don't even know if you'll believe me about Keanu Reeves, but now I'm going to give you some of the science and some of the ways that you can know and some of the main points from this rabbit hole so that now you can understand some of this agenda, really. And I'll also speak about the head of the household agenda as well, this dark side. But let me just stick with the trans. And actually, this is going to be the deepest points, really, right here, what I'm about to say, the most disturbing points. And then after, I'll come a little bit up to the surface and give that secondary um, agenda with the dark side as well. So now let me give you some of these main points from the rabbit hole that I went down, which was the trans investigation. So pretty much all of my info came from pretty much women, um, women accounts online, you know, a woman's Twitter, a woman's YouTube. You know, these women are really good at understanding and seeing the skeletons of the people so that they can understand what their original gender was, because I'm telling you. And again, these Freemasons, these people in Hollywood, these people in the mainstream, they are born into these families. This has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. So these people do not just make it into Hollywood. They are born into Hollywood. So when they are born, it is understood that they are going to be either sacrificed or put in as a trans, like because it is to push this Baphomet agenda. And through the rabbit hole, what I realized is even some of these trans that go male to female, they keep the whole point is they keep their phallus and then they become a because they are creating Baphomets, really. Like all of these trans people that you don't know have that you think are a woman, but they have a phallus, a penis, like they are creating Baphomets because the Baphomet is has breasts and a phallus. That's what I'm trying to show you is that's what they're doing by blending physically the lines. So all of my info from the rabbit from this rabbit hole has come from women speakers because I just believe that they have this intuition and this understanding just of understanding this and they can understand when a woman they can look at a woman who is really a man and understand that they are. Um And so pretty much also just to go into this, like I said, these people are born into these families and it's for this Baphomet agenda. So I'll explain that point a little bit more. So some of the ways that these women 
understand the true skeleton behind the people and they can understand what their true gender originally is and was, I'm going to go through all the points of the body really and explain it to you really how they can understand this. So the first thing they can look at is the skull size and shape. So pretty much men have just bigger heads, really. Women have smaller heads and just the shape of our heads and our skulls are shaped differently. So, and the jawline goes along with this. So a lot of these female to males, as it's called, or um, males to females, rather the males to females, a lot of them, they have this really defined jawline because they are males, but they are pretending to be in the public as females. So you can look at the jawline, the skull size, the skull shape. So the jawline kind of really goes along with the skull. As far as the Adam's apple, so if someone goes female to male, they can have an Adam's apple added to a female to male, but it cannot be removed for a male to female. So that's again how these female actresses that you think are female actresses that are really men, they all have a defined jawline, a big skull, uh, Adam's a-, a huge Adam's apple because they can't remove the Adam's apple. And again, it's really easy that you can be tricked by a female to male because they can add an Adam's apple in which deepens their voice. And also what I'll explain is they're, they're born into these families. And so they then after they have their surgeries and stuff, they receive hormones for the opposite gender so that they turn into the opposite gender. Like if it's a female to male, they'll take the masculine hormones to get all bigger and muscular and the male, the male to female, then they will take the, the feminine hormones to get more petite, less muscular, you know what I'm saying? That's what they do. And to change their voice, to change their hair, their hair growth, they take all these hormones, again, to do this. So again, with the Adam's apple, it can be added into a female, which will deepen their voice. And then they have an Adam's apple and they will appear male and it cannot be removed from a true male. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, the, the trans female that really were men. They have Adam's apples. And just deeper voices in general. All right. And so now moving down, the next thing is the collarbone. So pretty much men or the clavicle, I believe is what it's really called. But I'll just say the collarbone. So around your neck, men, theirs, their clavicle, their their collarbone is horizontal. And it's really straight across their shoulder, like going across their shoulders, pretty horizontal. It's really thick and straight, really. We have this thick clavicle men. Males have a thick clavicle that goes really horizontal uh, above your shoulders and by your neck. Women's have, again, a petite, thin one. It's not thick. It's really thin and petite. And theirs is more V-shaped, not horizontal. Way less horizontal, more V-shaped, pointing upwards a little bit. And it's just petite and thin. So that's a big indicator. So again, pretty much these women that that can identify the, the trans in the mainstream that don't identify as trans, that you think are regular people, they can look at, the, they start to look at these things. That they can see them, their skull, their collarbone. They can see all these physical things on these actors while they're alive, like I'm saying, like in the mainstream. And that's how they are able to understand and decipher who 
what their true skeleton really is. So the collarbone, the clavicle, again, men's have this thick, males have this thick, straight across collarbone clavicle. Women's are V-shaped, petite, thin, and smaller and less horizontal. And same thing with the shoulders. Men, we have this, we have wide, broad shoulders, bigger shoulders, more muscular. Women have smaller, less broad, more petite shoulders. Same thing with the arms. Men, obviously, we have muscular, more muscular arms in a sense. They're longer. A lot of times our arms are longer. Women's have straighter arms, less muscular, more straight. And then with your fingers. So, again, these women can understand based on the digits of the fingers. So, and there's a 3% anomaly rate with this that they told that they showed me. So, if I tell you this point about the fingers, which I'm going to, you could be a 3% anom- anomaly, anomaly, and that doesn't mean that you were a trans. <laughs> a trans. So pretty much with the fingers, pretty much males, when you put your hand up, males, their ring finger is longer than their index finger. And then females, when they put their fingers up, their digits up, their index finger is actually a little bit longer than their ring finger. Pretty sure that's what it is to decipher. So that's how they can also tell is through their digits and their fingers on their hands. And so some other really obvious points, but of course, you know, breast surgery, getting breasts added. This is really common and well known amongst the people, not amongst common people and celebrities just getting breasts. So that can easily be done to the to these males that you think are women. And then also with the booty shots as well, the same thing. That's become pretty common and well-known. Same thing, giving them big breasts, giving them big booty. Like, I'm telling you, these are literally men. And I'm going to give you some examples soon. All right. And so still going down, some other identifiers are with your legs and your pelvis. So men, we have straight legs and a straight pelvis. We Our legs just go straight up, pretty much straight to our pelvis. With women, again, theirs is more V-shaped, not straight, and their pelvis like goes, and, and women have, their, it goes up, it's not really straight, it goes outward, I should say. It's more V-shaped and non-straight. Men have just straight legs straight up to our pelvis, straight up. Women's is more V-shaped, not straight. And then, and you can tell this point, they showed me, you could tell this point when you're walking. Men will just walk straight. And then I'm telling you, women, their legs move in inwards more towards like a V. It makes like a V shape when you walk. And these women, I'm telling you, these girls that break down and identify these people, they can look at this and understand just by the skeleton, by how they're walking, they can see, oh, that is a trans. Because I'm telling you, it's not easy to see. Like they go through all these surgeries, they do all this stuff, which I'll talk on, but So that's with the legs and the pelvis. And also with women, they have hips. So that they have this, they have that shape where your legs go up and then you have your pelvis and then you have your hips. Like men don't have that. Men are just like straight. They have the broad shoulders and then straight down your torso, straight down your pelvis, straight down your legs. It's just straight up. Women are more V-shaped and they just have, and they have the hips, the curves there, like, So again, these are just ways that you can see and understand. Um, And one other point really physically that they do through surgeries is this Adonis belt, it's called. So that's kind of near your pelvis. So 
This can be added through surgery. It can be added on to females to make them look mas masculine, to make them look like a male. Because the Adonis belt is a strictly male. I think only males can have that naturally. But they can add it on through the surgery. So anytime you see a trans female to male in the public eye, in the mainstream, they will have the Adonis belt because they can just add that through the surgery. And I believe they also said like washboard abs, like they can add that too. So pretty much a lot of these will have, if they get the surgery, they'll get added on the Adonis belt and like fake abs, I guess, or whatever. Um... But again, this Adonis belt is used for deception because they can just add it on to a female to male and you'll think it's a male because that's an only only natural males can have that. I'm pretty sure. And that cannot be removed either. So some of these some of these. Like, for example, I'm going to give you one right now. Katy Perry, I'm pretty certain. And these women that taught me, they are emphatic that she is a man and Katy Perry has an Adonis belt by her pelvis, by her torso, whatever, like going down. And I'm pretty sure that they said that that is only naturally only males can have that. So. So with that being said, now I will jump into some more examples for you. So I'll go through some of the most obvious ones first for you. And I'll give you so pretty much what I'm saying to you is that Satan has been putting trans in the mainstream for a while and sometimes he claims it but other times he does not claim it at all and you have no idea and so i'm going to go through some of these ones where it's been claimed so that you can see for yourself that they're claiming it in front of your eyes and then i'm going to show you the ones that have not been claimed and again i think that the fact that they don't have to claim them all just shows that that's why they claim some because you should just understand that that's what they're doing so some obvious examples, the most first, easiest, obvious example for you to understand. This is going to shock some people. Megan the Stallion is very obviously a man, a transgender, a man to female. When you Google what a stallion is, you will realize that it's an uncastrated adult male horse. So her name is Megan the Uncastrated Adult Horse. And Satan will claim it in front of your very eyes. That's precisely why her name is Megan the Stallion. She is a man. And this is going to disturb you because many men, I if you go on her Instagram, you'll see how many people like her pictures. Many men are going to be a little disturbed and sick over this because they have been looking at what they thought is a woman and it's a man. And this is what I kind of mentioned last episode is that you don't realize how programmed you programmed you are by Satan's world. You think that you know what up up is up and down is down. You know what's going on, but I'm telling you that things are not what they seem, clearly. The next one that's going to shock you a little bit. Oh, one other point about Meg the Stallion is on her one album, I think it's called I don't even know what it's called, Sugar or so, whatever however you say it, S U G A is the album, but it has the all mocking tongue on the front. Of, of that album. Just her tongue. That's it. That's the all mocking tongue. I explained what the all mocking tongue was in episode 28 of this series. Um, I went through the biblical meaning really of the all mocking tongue. But that's how you can see on Meg Thee Stallion. Her album 
has the all-mocking tongue. She worships the Baphomet. She is the Baphomet because she literally probably still has her, her phallus right now. And men right now are looking at her Instagram thinking that she's hot. That's dis- that's the disturbing duality of our world. All right. Next up, another one that has been claimed right before your eyes is Michelle Obama. And because you can look up, there are videos several I've seen several videos where Barack Obama, cuz Barack Obama is gay and Michelle Obama is a man. There are videos where Barack Obama slipped up and he called Michelle Obama Mike Michael in public. He's calling his wife Mike and Michael because I'm telling you, and again, they claim this in front of your eyes because what's Michelle Obama's book called? Becoming Michelle Obama because she literally was Michael Obama. And that's why her book is called Becoming because they are claiming it right in front of your eyes. And another one that will shock you before, all right, before I get to that. So I'll give you another one that's been claimed. I I mentioned about Caitlyn Jenner, the Jenners. So hold on, let me get to that in a second. But some of the more obvious ones that haven't been claimed, but are just really obvious to me that I knew about before I made the shocking discovery recently is the UFC fighters. You can pretty much tell that a lot of them are men. The one that I've seen that I believe is a man is Angela Hill is her is his his or her name. I, I'm i pretty certain that that is a man. And just with the UFC fighters in general, they are putting men out there and telling you that they are females. And I'm telling you that just like in the last episode, I said how they're putting out CGI videos in the mainstream media. They're putting out altered videos. Just they're doing that. And then here in this realm with this agenda, they're putting out males that you think are females and you can't even you don't even know the difference right now that's what i'm trying to show you and it's really scary and there's really no simple way for me to put this so i'm just kind of winging it right now as you could tell couple others for you so it so i just went through a rapper i went through a politician i went through the ufc fighters now even with these instagram models they have trans instagram models that you think are women but are not the most easiest one to see is jen selter that is a man look at her face look at her jawline the other one which these women that taught me are emphatic about summer ray Summer Rae is a man. And that's how these people are able to get these huge, this huge booty is because they're literally men. They are literally men. All right. And so those were the most obvious ones to me. Now I'll get to a little less obvious, but pretty dang obvious, to be honest with you. So I said about Caitlyn Jenner. What you need to know is that Kylie Jenner is a man, a trans. That's why Ch- Kylie Jenner has the defined jawline. That's why Caitlyn Jenner came out because that was claiming it. And I'm pretty sure I, I, it's a good possibility that all of the Kardashians, all of them are males pretending to be females. There's a good chance of that. But to me, the most obvious one is Kylie Jenner because they had Caitlyn Jenner claim it because when Caitlyn Jenner came out and claimed it, that was your 
that was supposed to be so that you could look and then say, okay, they all are. That They claimed one Jenner so that you could know about the other Jenner, Kylie Jenner. I'm telling you, that is a man. Another one, Sierra. Uh, this woman showed me in the video that she was emphatic about Sierra. And you'll say, oh, Sierra's a mother and Kylie Jenner's a, mo a mother. They had kids. They staged that too. You don't understand what these lengths these people will go to to push their agenda and to pull this off and to stage what they want to stage. They are literally having people go through trans surgeries, their own children that they're being born into these families. They are having go through trans, take hormones, completely change them just to push this agenda. And if you think that they will not masquerade and make it seem like they're having children and make it seem like they're pregnant, I'm telling you they will go to that length. Because if they'll go to the length of having surgeries and taking hormones, they will masquerade and pretend like they're having children when they're not. So this woman showed me that Sierra is 100% a man, a jawline, a Adam's apple. And that just shows Russ Wilson like you guys thought it was bad when I exposed these guys. This is what I'm trying to show you is the reason I'm trying to tell you this information is no one wanted to hear it when I said the sports were fixed and rigged. No one, no one wanted to give it up then. Then I said they're blood sacrificing people. No one wanted to give it up then. Now I'm telling you that they're men pretending to be women. Is this going to do it for you? That's why I'm telling you this. So you guys thought it was bad when I exposed Russ Wilson for playing in a scripted league or when I exposed Wentz for being a fraud. I'm exposing Russ Wilson now for he's with a man. He's married to a man. That's what I'm saying. These heroes, these sports people, half of them are married to men pretending to be women. All right, the next one that's going to shock you, Beyonce. When you look at Beyonce's name, if you change that first E in her name to, if you change that E to an O, her name is Boy Once. Beyonce. If you change one letter, one letter, if you change one letter of her name, it says Boy Once because Beyonce is a man. And I'll now touch on this agenda of the having the woman go to the front of the household. That's why whenever you see a picture of Beyonce and Jay-Z, you see Beyonce at the front. That's why at that brunch, the Rock Nation brunch months ago, whenever that was, they put out that Illuminati picture doing all the hand signs, the Baphomet hand signs. And in the picture, they had Beyonce up front, Jay-Z behind, because that's the other agenda is Satan sees that the Most High wants the man at the front of the household, so they say, okay, we'll switch it and put the women. That's why in all these relationships, that's why with Mac Miller and Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande, God is a woman, the divine feminine. Everything is with the, they're trying to put women at the front. And don't worry, I'm going to speak about Ariana Grande in just a second too. She's not free and clear just yet. So that's the other agenda that they're trying to do. So they always put Beyonce in front of Jay-Z and then they also put Jada Pinkett Smith in front of Will Smith because it's the same thing. They put the woman in front of these guys because they want to emasculate the male, humiliate the male. And that's why they the males always get caught cheating and they have to come back. And that's why Snoop Dogg went on the Jada Pinkett roundtable talk show or whatever it was months ago and apologized for because they emasculate men. And they do all these rituals in the public and put the their Baphomet agenda of the woman in front. So Beyonce is literally boy once. She is a man. And the lady that taught me all of this, she is emphatic. And she said for certain that Jay-Z 
is a woman. That Jay-Z is literally not a man. And I believe it because when I look at him now, I can see, and he has a really soft voice. And I'm telling you, Jay-Z, I'm telling you, Beyonce is literally a man, no doubt. And I'm telling you, this woman that showed me all this information, that taught me what I'm saying to you now, she is emphatic that Jay is a man, is a woman. And that's what I'm saying is like, you guys are following these false idols. You don't even realize you're following the Baphomet. You guys are following cross genders that you don't even realize they are. All right. And so Ariana Grande, again, the lady that taught me this information, she is emphatic that Ariana Grande is what we call a castrato, which means that that's why she can sing so high is that she literally, that's why she can sing so high is because she literally was a prepubescent boy that was castrated before puberty in order to preserve her voice like that. And the reason I say Ariana Grande is because she has that really thick, straight, horizontal co collarbone clavicle really thick, as thick as mine. She has that really thick Ariana, or that really thick collarbone Ariana Grande does. She has literally pretty much no breasts. She's pretty much completely flat chested, if you notice. And again, this just shows Mac Miller was a, a Baphomet worshiping sick dude that he, you know what I'm saying? So Max, I forsaked Mac as my idol, but I'm saying Mac's still your idol. You still look up to this dude, a dude that dated a man, a castrated boy. That's your idol. That's who you're following. Dude is a punk. And I talked about how Mac sold out and blood sacrificed his childhood friend. So that's who you want to follow. Someone who blood sacrificed a friend, dates a man, and then gets blood sacrificed away. It's time to wake up from this nonsense. And honestly, I was completely under it, idolizing these people too. And that's why I'm trying to tell you the truth. Because it's disgusting when you realize that you are following these people. That you are looking up to them. And I've been in your shoes where I'm disgusted at it. But that's why you guys need to hear the truth. So that you can stop living and following these sick people. These Baphomet worshipping people. So the lady that taught me all this information is emphatic that Ariana Grande is a man, a castrated man. And that's why, if you notice, everyone, when they always say, what's the comparison that they always say Ariana Grande is? She looks like a 12-year-old boy because that's literally what she is. And so again, pretty much what they do is they are putting these Baphomet people out. So again, so it's about having, they just want to have this, they just want to put out these Baphomet symbol people. And again, so Ariana Grande, right? And Beyonce and the Kardashians, all these people with the lips and Kylie Jenner getting your lips done and all this stuff. But let's just take that example. That's what you're not realizing is that you are taking the images of the Baphomet. When you go and do that, when you say, oh, I want to look like Kardashian. I want to look like Kylie Jenner. I want to look like these people. I want to get my lips done, my booty done, my breasts done. You are taking the images of the Baphomet. That's, they are giving you the Baphomet and you're taking the image. You're taking the mark, you, the image, the likeness of it. And that's the thing with the light side agenda with God is you don't have to change your body. You don't have to go through that stuff. You, he made you perfect 
for your perfect mirror, for yourself, perfect for yourself. You are a perfect natural being of light. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to change yourself and you don't need to do anything to love yourself. You can love yourself no matter how you look. And that's why the all these false prophets, puppets that are really men pretending to be women, they're getting all these girls and women to hate themselves, to wish they looked like that. It's disgusting. It's literally disgusting. God made all of you women beautiful. The way that you are. God made you how you are. You don't have to change yourself at all. So that's why they're getting people to take these images of, oh, get your lips done. Oh, get your booty done. Oh, get your whatever done. Get the plastic surgery. They're trying to make you take the images of the Baphomet. Another obvious one that I missed is that thing Billie Eilish or whatever that is a boy you know what I'm saying that is just a boy that had a bre got breasts it is so easy to see that and like I was shocked when people like I didn't have to know she was a trans to not think that was attractive like I was shocked when I saw that people like guys my age and like guys think she's attractive like bro what in the world are you looking at bro like, for real, it's time to, like, really take a step back. And again, I said before, it wasn't enough when I told you about them blood sacrificing. So is this enough for you to be like, okay, maybe I should stop following Hollywood. Maybe I should stop following these people. So all these false prophets are getting girls and just humans in general to hate themselves, hate their bodies. They're getting you to act lascivious, getting you to hate men just to be, oh, they're toxic, uh, all this nonsense. And another thing with just the most high God, you know what I'm saying? Like, and with this self, it's, I said it's self-love, not selfish love before. Like, this world has made you believe that, like, you should just cut off anyone because never like the most high God's word says that if someone strikes you on the cheek, you're supposed to give them the other cheek. And it, it says, if I forgive someone seven times and they cross me eight times, should I, should I forgive them an eighth time? And God's word says, not only should you forgive them an eighth time, but you should give them 77 chances or something like that. I'm just saying is that People, like, they make you believe that. You should just be like, oh, you're toxic. Cut everyone off. Like, they're making you hate men, hate each other, hate other women, getting you to hate yourself, take images of the beast. Like, it's so easy to see how they're just manipulating everybody. And again, they're getting you to be lascivious. They're getting you to say, oh, you should be at the front of the house, not the man. Emasculate the man. Ridicule the man. Leave the man. Block him. Don't talk to him. He's toxic. No, the work of God is to give someone a chance, give someone another chance. It's not to just block them, hate them. That's not the work of God. That's the work of the Baphomet you're doing. Because they want to teach you, oh, yeah, it's all about you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bunch of nonsense. And it's sick. It truly is sick. And again, they're trying to invert this because if people don't reproduce, and again, they're trying to turn women to lesbians are trying to make every woman believe that they're gay 
not this many people are gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or offensive, and I don't care if you're gay or not, but truly, like, not that many people are gay. Society is trying to make people who are not gay just say, oh, I'll be, I'll be gay. And many of the girls who come out as gay are not even close to gay, but they're just like, oh, whatever, I'm sick of men, because that's what they do. They turn, they make you, they say, they try and make you think that men are so toxic, men are so garbage, everything. And then most girls are like, all right, I'll just try to be with a girl. And if you are with a girl, then you will not reproduce a child, reproduce a seed, and you will not create this seed that can step on the head of the snake. So that's why this is Satan's agenda, because he doesn't want you to reproduce. And that's why also in society, like they are trying to make men more feminine and they are trying to make females more masculine. That's why all these Instagram models that you think are women, but they're men. That's why they're all big and juiced up and all huge and muscular. They want to make women into men and they want to make men that's why men are wearing skinny jeans men are skinny the nba they do the fashion show walk into the sh walk into the locker room and in the nfl they do it too all that nonsense they're trying to make men more feminine and they want to make females more masculine and it's really obvious to see that's why they're trying to get you to get big lips a big booty big arms big legs big breasts they want to make you a big masculine female and they want to make the real men into feminine men that's the agenda going on and that's the two agendas with they want to merge the they want to create their own baphomets and merge the phallus with the breast and they also want to put the woman at the head of the household to go against the most high which is the man at the head of the household so really, that's a lot. Of, those are all the examples of the rabbit hole for you and all the ways that you can know to spot a trans. Again, I went through the entire skeleton of what those people use to understand who is not who they say they are. So that was really the deepest points and the most disturbing points. But I do have more disturbing information on the way. And I have really kind of one more agenda for you. So pretty much another agenda and what you'll learn about is the another agenda. So pretty much I said about the blood sacrifices. I said about people doing blood sacrifices and killing people, right? So what I also want to talk to you about is that there is this evil demonic spirit, which is the Moloch. It's Moloch is what it's called. And so I, I spoke to you guys about blood sacrifices, but now I want to talk to you about a different type of sacrifice that is going on in the mainstream in Hollywood. And so you're familiar with the blood sacrifice like I've talked about. But what you're not familiar with is that there are other types of sacrifices that these people are doing, especially with their own children. So there are blood sacrifices where they kill people. There are blood sacrifices where they kill these Hollywood people's unborn child. There are blood sacrifices where they kill the Hollywood people's newborn child right after it's born. And then there is one other option. If they don't want to kill some, if they don't want to kill a family member or do a blood sacrifice of someone else, and if they don't want to sacrifice their child in the ways that I just described, there's one other way that they could do a child sacrifice, and that is to sacrifice the child's sexuality, which has gone on with celebrities. So I'm going to give you two celebrities who have done this. So really they're sacrificing to Moloch. 
They're sacrificing to Moloch when they do that. And Moloch is represented by an owl. So Drake, the OVO Drake owl, that is Moloch. So again, Drake is demonic. That is Moloch that he has as the Drake OVO. So you are wor- whenever you put the OVO, the owl, that you're worshiping Moloch, which is a demonic entity and spirit. So another sacrifice that they can do is they can sacrifice the child to Moloch. So they can murder it to Moloch, murder an unborn child to Moloch, sacrifice a child that way to Moloch, or they could sacrifice their sexuality to Moloch. So D. Wade has done this and Will Smith has done this where they sacrifice the sexuality of their child, which is precisely why Dwayne Wade recently, his son now is wears nails, wants to be referred to as a woman out of nowhere because that is part of the agenda is in the mainstream. They have to push this trans agenda because they want people to come out as trans. They want people to be gay. They don't want people to have child and create a seed. That's the agenda. So that is precisely why these celebrities are able to sacrifice their child to Moloch, but not in the traditional way of murdering them, but sacrifice their sexuality. So D. Wade has sacrificed his child's sexuality, which is why he keeps talking about. That's why you keep hearing D. Wade and and his daughter or son, Z. And Will Smith has done it with Jaden Smith, which is exactly why Jaden Smith turned out the way that he is. And if you go on my Twitter, if you scroll down on the timeline, not that far back, I put out and I quote tweeted a tweet that had a video of all the times that Will Smith kissed Jaden Smith in public and humiliated him on TV. And then people want like literally kissed him on the lips. Will Smith kissing his own son, Jaden Smith on the lips in on live TV in front of people in crowds several, several times. It's a video that shows him every time he did it. Because Will Smith is a perverted puppet. Like I said, he's a puppet of Satan. So that's why he pushes the Baphomet agenda and he sacrificed his own son's sexuality. And he humiliated his own son several times by kissing him on the lips. So even if you don't believe that he sacrificed his sexuality, even if you believe that's whatever, it it happened natural, you think that's natural? Do you think it's natural for um, a boy to be kissed a teenage boy, the, the kid was like 12, 13, 14, 15 years old getting kissed by his father on live TV on the lips. Is that natural? Do you think that should be occurring? And if even if you think that's natural, you th- why do you think he turned out the way he was? Whether he sacrifices sexuality or not, whether he purposely did it or not, that's completely perverse and inappropriate and just disgusting for a father to be kissing his son on the lips, humiliating his son. And you'll see, if you watch the video, you'll see Jaden squirming saying, get off me. Like it's disgusting, bro. Like it's disgusting. And that's why I put out the episode exposing Will Smith. That's why I'm exposing Will Smith. The dude is sick. The dude is sick, bro. He's kissing his own son on the lips, which is sick doing it in front of other people, sacrificing his child's sexuality. The dude is sick. So it's no question why Jaden Smith became a transsexual or whatever he is, or whatever. It's no surprise. But oh no, it's cool, Will. Yeah, just go and completely warp your child Kiss him on TV in front of it. That's cool. We'll idolize you. We think you're cool. Whatever, man. Because you talk about, oh, brick by brick. Because you give a stupid spirituality quote. 
We'll just forget the fact that you sacrifice your own child's sexuality. Dude is sick. So that's another agenda is they could sacrifice their child's sexuality, which is precisely what D-Wade is doing right now and is precisely what Will Smith has done. And another side point is, so I mentioned about the phallus and the Freemasons. So pretty much these Satanists, these Luciferians, these Freemasons, they are phallus worshipers. They worship the phallus. They cannot stop serving their flesh. They can't stop worshiping their own phallus. And again, another thing that pushes these agendas is the porn, pornography industry. You guys don't realize that that's given to you, making you sexually perverse, making you disgusting. And it, it's making you a phallus worshiper because all those videos have it in, like, you know what I'm saying? It's making you into a phallus worshiper. That's why they, the porn industry is owned too. All of it is owned. Anything in the mainstream, anything that's given to you, put before the people is owned by the Freemasons and it's getting you to push their agendas. And I keep going through all these different episodes showing this is a really disgusting, deep agenda. And I've gone through blood sacrifice. I've gone through all the things that these people are doing, all their symbolism. And it's really nasty, but this is what you need to understand. And that's why I need you to pull out from this matrix because you guys are following people. You don't even realize what they are, what they're doing. It's disgusting. But that's just a other point is that they're phallus worshipers. And that's why they have everyone worshiping their flesh, worshiping. And that's why they put the porn industry out there. And it's just, it's literally disgusting. It's all sexual perversion, fornication. It's disgusting, bro. And truly, I mean, I was completely winging it during this episode. I'm actually pretty much at the end of my points. Um, just to make this easier for you to understand is that the light side agenda is the light spiritual world and Satan's world is the physical world. So that's why Satan only can blur the lines physically. He can warp and morph humans physically in their traits, but he can't touch their energy because that's the most high's work. So that's how you can know the light side is energy. The light side, the God side is light work, good, good side, spiritual work. And the dark side is physical work. And that's just the easiest way to put it, really. And those were the agendas of the light side agendas and some of the dark side agendas as well. And pretty much so, now that I see the true nature of Hollywood and that they are putting people out there that we don't even know what the heck they are. So my next episode is going to, I'm going to give you guys the keys in a sense to understand and break down all the Hollywood movies. So, so far I did the It and It Chapter 2 movie breakdown, and then I did the Matrix movie breakdown as well. My next episode, I'm going to give you a lot of points about several different movies all in one because I'm handing you guys the keys to understand the movie breakdowns because I'm... The point is, is because we, I'm not even going to break down any movies after the, the next episode. I'm going to give you all the information. And then after that, I'm not breaking down any movies because I'm not going to waste my time watching Hollywood movies, trying to discern and say, oh my gosh, is this a transgender? I'm not going to take, I'm not going to discern and waste energy, waste discernment, trying to understand, oh, is that a Baphomet agenda? Is that a transgender? I'm not going to do it. So honestly, 
it's a good thing because, and that's why it's all by design. The Most High let me do the It Chapter movie breakdown, the It movie breakdowns. He let me do the Matrix and I'll do the next episode. And that's going to give you guys the keys. You guys, I already gave you how to break down movies in both movie breakdown episodes I did. And then I'll give you more information, all the keys that you need to understand the symbolism, understand the biblical stories, understand what they do in these Hollywood movies. So I'm going to give you guys the keys. And this is just showing you that the reason I'm coming to you the way that I am with all of this content a lot and frequently and all at once and giving you the keys is because this goes quick. You know what I'm saying? It's a never ending journey to truth. And I need you guys to get walking on the path. That's why I'm handing you the keys. I'm not going to keep breaking down movies. If you guys want to look into movie breakdowns, I'm giving you all the ways to know how to break down a movie. And I'll touch on that in the next episode. So that will be my next episode. I'll give you all of that information so that you could take the keys from me. You can break down movies. You can understand the symbolism. You can watch them without the lines blurred. But ultimately, what I'm showing is that we need to forsake everything, not just the rappers, not just the pro sports, all of Hollywood, all the movies. It's a bunch of nonsense. They're putting disgusting agendas. They're doing disgusting things. I mean, it's just this world is an abomination, bro. And this world is just sick. And you know what I'm saying? I went through this rabbit hole for you. I'm I'm really not sure how many people stuck through this episode because I don't know if if people are like this is wilding out. I can't I can't do this, but I don't know, man. I don't know if people made it through, but if you did, I went through that rabbit hole so that you don't have to go through it. You don't have to believe my words, but I'm just telling you I would not say it if I didn't believe it was true. And those Women are knowledgeable that I got the information from online. They're knowledgeable about this and they taught me right. So I'm just giving you the information. You can discern for yourself. So, but that's why I'm not going to be breaking down any Hollywood movies because I see the truth. I know what I believe is that I see that Hollywood is filled with trans people that are not claiming to be trans. They're claiming to be regular people and they are not. So I'm not going to go through movies. I'm not going to watch and, and, and have to discern and and try and then pick out, oh, is that a demonic Baphomet? Is that a trans Baphomet? I'm not going to do that. It's just the whole point is to forsake all of this. And it's important. And I'm glad that I did the movie breakdowns. And it's important. I'm glad that I'm going to do my next episode too. But aside from that, you know what I'm saying? You could get the information. You could use the movies. are the mo- The best part about it is that you will then be able to go through these movie breakdowns, listen to the It movie breakdowns, listen to the Matrix movie breakdown, And you won't even have to go and watch the movies. You will just have to listen to them. You'll get the twin flame information. You'll get the truth. You'll get the symbolism. You won't even have to worry about watching the movies. You won't have to worry about who am I looking at. Because when I do the movie breakdowns, you're more picturing the characters rather than the actors themselves. So it was good I did the movie breakdowns. All the truth is in there. Episode 35 has so much truth. The one before that, 34. Those movie breakdowns have a lot of truth. And I'm glad because, again, I was able to get you that final blurring of lines. I was able to knock that and understand that and discern that. And the Most High gave me the discernment and the understanding to identify that so I could give you the final blurring of lines. So we're in a good spot because this just shows that we went through the movie breakdowns. You could get the truth from there. And then here we are now after that truth. Now we see it for what it really is. But we still got the truth. We still did the important breakdowns. The It movie breakdown, It and It Chapter 2 were super... It Chapter 2 was so important. And I did that. I got that. And that... 
I hooked you up with that. So you know all about the Twin Flames because of that. And same thing with The Matrix, all about Twin Flames and the truth of the world. I gave you all the truth. And this was the final point in here about what the final blurring of lines really was. So now you could now you can understand it without the lines blurred. And you could get the truth, extract the truth from it. But then let's forsake these Hollywood movies. Let's forsake this Hollywood industry, all these actors that's what they are actors and actresses they're actors they're putting on and becoming something that they're not literally physically spiritually and in all different ways and it's getting crazy out here but you know what i'm saying all i'm here to do is tell you the truth so this was a deep one really deep and really disturbing but i made it through so you know what i'm saying we'll see how this all ends up sounding we'll see who made it through but my next episode i'll give you all the keys to Understanding the Holly weird movies, Hollywood movies, I'll give you all the keys so you can break them down if you're so inclined to seek for truth in movies for yourself. But again, it's important to start forsaking these two. So my next episode, I'll hook you up. I'll give you all the keys, all the information, all the tools that you need so you can be a pro at breaking down and understanding the symbolism and extracting truth from these movies because it is valuable. So I'm giving you the keys next episode. So that'll be my next episode. Pretty sure it's going to be called Holly weird um, so I'll give you the truth. Again, I said in my last episode, and I've been saying that, you know, I'm coming to you with a lot of content. I'm up in the urgency. I'm up in the frequency, kind of up in the ante a little bit. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get these episodes to you. And it's important to catch up on these because only more episodes are going to be coming. So this was a deep one. This was disturbing, but there won't be much like this one ever again. I went through this rabbit hole today so that you don't have to go through it. You don't have to really see it. Just take my words and remove yourself from this corrupted, satanic, Baphomet world. And if you want the rabbit holes for yourself, if you want the Twitter accounts, the YouTube accounts, and you want to hit me up, I'll give it to you. But I'm not going to just post it in here because I I do not want to send people down that rabbit hole because that's not a rabbit hole that you have to go through that you should go through or that anyone would want to go through. But I did it so that you guys don't have to. So if you do want the accounts, reach out to me. I'll give it to you. You can reach out to me on Twitter at RyanMichael11. And you can reach out to me on Instagram at WilsonRyan underscore underscore. Thanks for listening to this episode. Much strength to you moving forward. You know what I'm saying? I probably should have gave you some strength at the beginning of this episode, but... If you made it through, man, so I salute you. And you know what I'm saying? You're strong for listening to this and not just being like, oh, I got to get out of here, man, and forget it. So hang in there. I got another episode coming. This was deep. This was disturbing. This was disturbing duality. This is the positivity report. I'm going to catch you next time for the next episode. I appreciate you. I thank you. I'm going to catch you next time. Strength, blessings. Later.